0: good evening sir good evening bless you we're, how are you very well thank you i'm sorry we're starting late the internet right. has been all over the place this evening oh, goodness. sorry it's an honor to be here with you i almost feel like you're my pastor <laughs> uh, because i have been my friends know my family knows uh, i have been listening to your messages almost every day for the past three years Wow! Um, I am presently doing your prayer series. Okay. Um, there are no answers to prayer in heaven. The myth of unanswered prayers, you know, releasing uh, power in prayer. That yes. is actually my series for the week. And I've listened to the prayer series before, but I started it all over again. because. So oh. it's really incredible. I'm really honored to have you on this. Praise the Lord. I'm glad to be here. Thank you. Nice meeting you. Same here. I want to start by this tough question. There are people who say, you know, sometimes I, I, I know I was watching one of your messages, and you were saying that, okay. and you will, you will find me referring to a lot of your messages, so you will know that I mean it when I say I listen to your message. Okay. okay. Where you were saying, look, the thing that, the thing that leads to money is work. You don't yeah. come to, you don't come to the church to learn how to be rich. If you want to learn how to be rich, they are business school. Dangote didn't have to come to the church to learn how to be rich. So if you're, if you're if your message is prosperity alone, then you don't reach those people. You know, you've talked about all of these things. You've talked about Mary praying for things, you know, as yeah. opposed to praying for people. So somebody people would say, well, if you remove all of these things from the domain of the church, if you say, you know, this thing, you don't come to church for this. This one, you can use your common sense for that. This one, you can use your reason for that. This one, you can do this for that. Now, won't people run away from the church because then they don't need the church? Is that not why many of these pastors are doing all of these outreaches to attract people into the church well basically the first thing we must fundamentally settle is the fact
1: Mm -hmm. that what was the mission of jesus Mm -hmm. the mission Mm -hmm. of jesus is clearly stated in matthew chapter 1 verse 21 she shall bring forth a son and thou shalt call his name jesus why he shall Mm -hmm. save his people from their sin Mm -hmm. so sin is the problem of man that man has no solution for? Yeah, Before yeah, Jesus yeah. came, people had cars and houses. Before mm. Jesus came, people people built mansions and cities. Before mm. Jesus came, people were marrying and giving in marriage. Before mm. Jesus came, businesses were thriving and doing very well. In fact, if you get back to Genesis, Cain even under the cause his children built cities and towers under the mm. cause. So that is where fundamentally the church will get to. What is the mission, the purpose of Jesus? He Mm -hmm. came to proffer a solution for Mm -hmm. a common problem that mankind has no solution for, which Mm -hmm. is sin. Mm -hmm. All right, so Jesus died, was buried, rose from the dead for our justification. He paid Mm -hmm. the price that nobody could pay. Nobody Mm -hmm. could pay that price. The wages of sin is death. And it's not going to be the death of a sinner that would justify a sinner. It will be the death of the sinless that would justify the sinner. So Jesus is God who came into humanity on behalf of man to save man from sin so that man and divinity can be reunited. So when we define the purpose, the mission of Jesus, it clearly spells out the mission of the church. The mission of the church is to bring people to a place of union with God a place Mm -hmm. of relationship with God where man Mm -hmm. and God can relate. And that Mm -hmm. is what the mission is. Now, Mm -hmm. however, where has to do with, you know, um, issues of life, money, Mm -hmm. wife, overcoming circumstances, situations, how to Mm -hmm. make it in life. The the earth is given to mankind. The earth Mm -hmm. is not given to Christians. The earth is given to mankind. Mm -hmm. Christians are here on earth. Sinners Mm -hmm. are here on earth. Muslims Mm. are here on earth. The Buddhists Mm. are here on earth. It's given to all of us. Mm. The schools Mm. we go to, there are no specialized schools for Christians and specialized Mm. schools for Muslims. We go to the same schools. Our Mm. lecturers are the same. The Mm. same. In fact, I was telling them in our churches, in our church here, that the textbooks we read in school and graduated with, most of them were not written by Christians, but we have to study them and learn them so we know how to operate and navigate this natural world. So businesses, Mm -hmm. enterprises, wealth creation, Mm -hmm. they are all products that mankind has to profile a solution for and has been profiled Mm -hmm. already. So that's why we go to schools Mm -hmm. to learn how we can get into the marketplace and make the impact Mm -hmm. that we need to make. I was just sharing this with one Mm -hmm. of my sons in ministry. I said, if I call you today and I say, here is a jet. I didn't go to aviation school. Come into the plane with your wife, your children. I'm going to fly you guys. No matter my anointing, are you going to jump in the plane? The guy said, I'm not going to enter the plane because I know you're not trained a pilot. That's the point we're making, that there are skills that human beings must develop. There are skills that people must acquire in schools to be able to get into the marketplace and make the impact that is required. So church is a place where people are taught to relate with God where people are taught to know what Christ has done and made available to them. That's why Ephesians mm. chapter 1, verse 3 tells us: Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenlies in Christ Jesus. And he enumerated the blessings were chosen in him before the foundation of the world. Accepted, you know, redeemed, justified, forgiven. All of those are the blessings. That we have in Christ Jesus. So that's mm-hmm. what we get from Jesus Christ.
0: To follow up on that, uh, you, you speak a lot. You, you know, one of the favorite words that I learned from you is epignosis, you know, which yes. is precise, accurate understanding. And I've seen this criticism on your Facebook page. People say, Oh, what you are doing is legalism. Sometimes you say your message, you say, use your brain, use your brain. <laughs> you know, yes. as people say, <laughs> when it comes to the things of God, you know. We've been taught in Nigeria that we shouldn't use our, I mean, people seem to think that we've been taught that, you know, you suspend it, you listen to the spirit of God, the spirit of God tells you what to do, there is no place for this, trying to use your reason to engage it is kana, you know, but then but, you keep saying, I remember today the message I was watching you were saying, look, when you have a pygnosis, then you don't have, you know, some people pray and then they make things happen and they don't know how those things happen. Yeah, But if you have a precise and accurate understanding, then you have a confidence because you know that if I do it this way, it will happen again. But the people say that teaching itself is carnal. Well, the the problem is a lot of people
1: have become religious. They are not really in a relationship with God. They are just religious. Brother Paul Mm -hmm. said in Romans chapter 10 verse 1, my heart's desire for Israel is that they may be saved for I bear them record. That they have a the zeal of God, but not according to knowledge. That's what we have. A lot of people in our churches are just religious people who are full of zeal, but mm. do not have the knowledge of God. Then Paul says, mm. For they going about to establish their own righteousness have not mm. submitted themselves to the righteousness of God. Mm. However, when you look at the New Testament, the New Testament, which is actually the revelation of the Old Testament, The New Testament is the revelation of the Old Testament. The Mm -hmm. Old Testament is Jesus concealed. The New Mm -hmm. Testament is Jesus revealed. Mm -hmm. So we use the binoculars of the New Testament to understand the Old Testament. All right. So it's just one message, the entire Bible. Jesus Mm -hmm. conceals, Jesus revealed. One message Mm -hmm. from Genesis to Revelation. Now, Mm -hmm. when you look at the New Testament, which is the revelation of the Old Testament, Mm -hmm. you will find out that there is no prayer in the New Testament for believers to have. It's all prayers for believers to know. Ephesians chapter 1, Brother Paul, prayed that the eyes of your understanding be enlightened that you may know, number one, the hope of your calling. Number two, mm-hmm. the riches of your inheritance in Christ. Number three, mm-hmm. the exceeding greatness of his power to us who believe, according mm-hmm. to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead. He prayed mm-hmm. the same prayer for Colossae, that they will mm-hmm. come to a place of accurate understanding. He prayed that mm-hmm. same prayer for Philippi, that they will come to a place of accurate understanding. Peter, the apostle, prayed that prayer for the church in, when he was writing his epistle. He said, mm-hmm. grace and peace be multiplied to you through the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. John, the apostle, prayed the same prayer. My heart's desire is to hear that my children walk in the light. Light mm. is the word of God. The entrance of his mm. word give it light. Mm. Brother Paul prayed the same prayer for the church in Philippi that the communication of your faith may become effectual by the acknowledging the same word for epignosis, accurate, precise, comprehensive insight of every good thing that is in you because you are in Christ. So mm. the believer is already made. Everything mm. he needs is on his inside. The love mm. of God is shed abroad in his heart. The power of God is already in the believer. Everything Mm -hmm. that makes God God is on the Mm -hmm. inside of the believer. But Mm -hmm. it's one thing to have it. It's another thing to know it. Mm -hmm. As long as you don't know what you have, you can never engage the resources available to you. Mm -hmm. So that Mm -hmm. is where spiritual growth, that is where teaching comes. In Ephesians 4.11, the scripture tells us he that descended, you see that ascended. When he ascended up on high, he gave gifts to men. Apostles, prophets, evangelists, Pastoring teachers. Why? For the perfecting of the saints. Why will mm. the saints be perfected? Is the word to fit, to equip, to fit and to equip the saints to do the work of ministry. It's the saints that will do the work of ministry. And when every believer in the church is equipped, not entertained, he didn't mm. say for the entertaining of the church. He mm. says for the equipping of the saints. But what we've had mm. over the years is a lot of entertainment without equipping. So that mm. is why, under a pandemic like coronavirus. So Mm. many Christians are just confused because they've Mm. never been equipped. They've never been trained. They have Mm. just been going to church to play church. And some Mm. just go to church for miracles. Miracle seekers Mm. running all over the place. So Mm. now the pressures of life and circumstances have come. Many don't know what to do with themselves. So many Mm. are in fear, some are in shock. Some Mm. are so paralyzed. They don't even know what step to take next. And the reason is because they are not equipped. The mission of the church is to equip the saints to do the work of ministry for the building, the word edify, for the building of the body of Christ. And when you are equipped, you will no more be tossed to and fro and carried about with Mm. every form of doctrine. So that Mm. is why the emphasis of the New Testament, which Mm. is post-resurrection, life after the cross of Christ, because there's a difference between Mm. life before the cross and life after the cross. If it is the same, then the cross is useless. The mm. cross of mm. Jesus changed everything. So mm. believers, after the cross, are to be equipped by teaching, by training, accurate understanding, precise mm. understanding of all mm. that Christ has made available to them on their inside.
0: Right. In, in the, speaking about this and following from this, you, I've, I've also heard of a message where you say it is because people are not grounded in doctrine. You know, that is why they run after prophecy. There's nothing wrong in prophecy, but the person who is grounded in scripture and in doctrine already has the insights and the knowledge and the answers for every moment. Yeah, there are people who have said, Look, the biggest churches, the largest churches, the more popular churches are the ones that have this extensive healing ministries, yeah, extensive prophetic ministries. People You know, beginning of the year there are all these prophecies this will happen that will happen um and two things happen number one people are saying well why didn't any of those prophecies predict this covid virus yeah if we have these men who speak directly to god constantly why were they not able to predict this and then second people say well if we have all these extensive healers why has this healing ministry not manifested itself at this point in time why have they not you know gone to the covid isolation centers and demonstrate this power why has that not happened so people begin to think that you know that means that some of these things some of these prophecies some of these healings are questionable the, on the other hand there are people who have always believed that when they have a sickness all they have to do is their man of god lays hands on them and they become healed that is not happening so there's possibly a crisis of faith in that section. So there's on one hand, people will say, we've always known this was a scam. There's nothing like healing. Go to the doctor. People are thinking, look, it appears like God has failed us at this time. We cannot even open the churches for our pastors to lay hands on us and all of that. You know, what are your thoughts about these two kinds of thinking? What are your thoughts about this? Two? And how do, we, how, how do you explain this explosion of prophetic and healing ministry? That seems to have missed out on the biggest story of our lifetimes. I think
1: we live in very exciting moments. For me, I am the most excited person because the more things are unfolding, the more the dividing line. When this year started, I gave a prophecy in our Mm. church. The Spirit of God told me there's going to be a dividing Mm. line. The dividing line is going to be between light and darkness. Things mm-hmm. are not going to be scrambled like scrambled eggs or fried rice or jello mm-hmm. rice. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a dividing mm-hmm. line between light and mm-hmm. darkness, between the genuine and the, you know, uh, and the counterfeit. And that's mm-hmm. what's beginning to happen. I'm mm-hmm. excited that people are asking questions, at least for the mm-hmm. first time, people are mm-hmm. asking questions. The churches mm-hmm. we go to, what they're teaching mm-hmm. us, is it true? These prophecies mm-hmm. we keep hearing. Why mm-hmm. could they not prophesy about what's going on? And it's exciting because it's making people think any form of religion or any form Mm. of relationship you claim to have with God, Mm. where you are denied the opportunity of asking questions, Mm. where you're denied the opportunity of objective reasoning, is no more a healthy relationship. God Mm. Almighty wants us to reason. He says, come, let's reason together. God Mm. wants you to ask him questions, but religion tells you, don't ask questions. Just Mm. do whatever you're told to do. So I'm Mm. glad that that spell is breaking. People are Mm. waking up to ask questions. So Mm. back to what you asked me. Why is it that some of the prophecies are not, you know, some of the so-called prophets have Mm. not been able to pick up on coronavirus and the lockdown globally and all of that? We must remember, basically, fundamentally, the gospel of Jesus Christ is a message. A message of his death, burial, and resurrection. That is the big thing in the totality of the scriptures. In Luke chapter 24, verse 25, when Jesus rose from the dead, the first extensive and exhaustive teaching service he had with his mm-hmm. disciples, he said to them, O fools and slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Then he now gave them the mission. Ought not Christ to have suffered these things and to enter into his glory so mm-hmm. beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded mm-hmm. unto them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Christianity is the message of faith which is predicated on the death, burial, and resurrection. Mm-hmm. The totality mm-hmm. of Christianity is built on what Christ has done. Okay. is built on what Christ has done. His death, burial, mm-hmm. resurrection, forgiveness okay. of sins, justification mm-hmm. by faith, sonship in christ jesus eternal union with god all of those is what the message of christianity relates however Mm -hmm. we have the gifts of the spirit which is where Mm -hmm. prophecy comes which is where tongues interpretation and all the charismatic gifts come the problem Mm -hmm. is this when preachers of the gospel make those gifts of the spirit the focus of the church you mislead Mm -hmm. people you mislead Mm -hmm. them because mm. all of a sudden, then the only reason why people come to church is to hear a prophecy, to see a mm. miracle, which is mm. not the focus of Christianity at all. Mm. The focus mm. is on the message of his death, mm. burial, and resurrection, which gives you an inseparable union, a relationship with God, where you mm. and God come into oneness. Now, when that is taught, believers will not have the, the, the big appetite of looking for prophecies. Because when you have God himself on your inside and you know him and you relate with him and he talks to you and you talk to him, you don't need any prophecy. Mm. You know, one of the Mm. biggest things Joel prophesied in Joel chapter 2, verse 28, is that in the last days, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Your Mm. sons and daughters shall prophesy. Prophecy Mm. does not belong to a class of people. It is a Mm. gift that belongs to every child of God. Mm. Your sons Mm. and daughters shall prophesy. But the reason why people are asking questions is because over the years, men Mm. of God have given people the impression that they are very close to God than everybody else. Mm. So they hear Mm. from God like performers. They hear from God and Mm. they come to tell people what they have heard from God. So Mm. instead of training people to hear God for themselves, Mm. people rely on these men of God. So when these men of God now are not able to function like God is functioning, like they Almighty God Himself. Then mm. we need to ask questions. That's why Brother Paul, we say, we preach not ourselves, but Christ. The gospel is not predicated on me. I have nothing to offer anybody. I didn't die for anybody. So I'm not going to ask anybody to look at me. I'm going to ask people to focus on Christ. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if every believer has a vibrant relationship with Christ and knows mm-hmm. Christ and mm-hmm. is taught to relate with Christ, all mm. this treasure on men of God for performance will be gone. Mm. If you observe, in the ministry of Jesus Christ, he healed people. And almost mm. all the people he healed did not believe in him. Almost mm. all they didn't believe in him. Look at this. He took bread. He took fish. He gave people the earth. That's a miracle. The next time they came, he now turned their eyes to the purpose of which he did the miracle. Eat my mm. flesh. Drink my blood. You have no mm. life. Everybody vac- vacated. Mm. that means that's not what we came for what we came for is a miracle and jesus refused to give them the miracle because the purpose for the miracle is a means to an end is to show Mm. you who i am so you Mm. can have a relationship with me then he turned to peter and said to peter and the rest won't you guys also go peter said to whom shall we go we didn't Mm. come for miracles we come Mm. we came for the words of eternal life so the focus the paradigm has to happen where people are going to take off their eyes from men of god and focus on Christ. Right. And see men of God as servants of Christ. Who have a mandate to equip them. So that they will be able to do the work of ministry. That's mm. where the paradigm has to go to. That's where the paradigm has to go to. And it's good that people are asking such questions. Because it shows you the limitation. It shows you uh, you know, um, that men of God are not everything. That beyond mm. men of God there is the God. Who is in charge of everything. And people mm. will have to go beyond men of God and have a personal relationship with God himself
0: you know somebody was saying on on Twitter one of my friends who has actually who would never who is here one of the most influential you know thinkers in Lagos who has left the church and she's here thinking never in my life would I believe that in a preacher would say we should ask questions but you know I pay attention to your church. Your ministry has been... I mean, you're now in Lagos. You're now fully in Lagos. You know, I was yes. actually going to attend, for the first time, your Easter program in Lagos. But, you know, you know this changed all that plan. Yes. Yeah, but I know that you are based in Uyo. Um, and, but, I, you know, I follow Soteria. I follow the, 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 the series at the beginning of the year on Christ, you know, with your wife on YouTube every day. Um, and I know that your church, you have a question box where people come and drop questions. And, you know, anybody can ask any question. Anybody can disagree with you. Anybody can say, you know, pastor, this is what you said last week. I don't believe it. It is against this. You know, you have this robust, you know, you have those small communities, so small TV broadcasts where you have a small group of people and it is focused on teaching. You know, I almost want to say I'm teaching good. Teaching good. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you have those small groups of people. Yeah. So yeah. I know that for your ministry, it is not unusual, you know, to engage with these questions and this objective reasoning. But why is that? And I know you've hinted it. Is there a sense that if pastors begin to take questions, you know, then members will go? And if members go the way they did when Jesus Christ refused to perform then how are we going to this is the question some pastors may be asking and some christians yes how yes. are we going to preach if you don't make it soft and easy for people if you don't make it you know performative for people how do you attract them in you know if there is no yeah. Yeah. performance yes. yeah.
1: ministry has its own method once you corrupt the method of ministry you corrupt mm-hmm. the message It Mm -hmm. has its method. I was Mm -hmm. teaching this in church. In the days Mm -hmm. of Jesus, Mm -hmm. they had entertainment. In the days of Jesus, they had skills. In the days of Jesus, there was comedy. There was music. There was Mm -hmm. drama. There was Mm -hmm. acting. There was Mm -hmm. all of that. But Jesus never used any of that in his ministry. He -hmm. never did. Mm -hmm. In fact, the closest Jesus came down to was parables. Parables. Mm -hmm. That was the closest. Mm -hmm. He came down to. and the reason for the parables was because of the limitation of the people. He said because of their level, he used parables to communicate spiritual realities. But he never went below that. He never went into entertainment. Can you imagine? Jesus is gardening people in the bush. three days. He's teaching, 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 three full days. Mm. And after teaching, mm. he says, "You guys go. Then he observed they're hungry. He said, no, no, let's give them food so they don't faint on the road. He didn't use bread to bring them. Mm-hmm. It was not the bread that brought them. It was teaching mm-hmm. that brought them. However, mm-hmm. when they were going in his compassion, he observed mm-hmm. that they would be hungry because it's three days of teaching. He now mm-hmm. gave them food to eat. We mm-hmm. cannot use unscriptural methods to gather mm-hmm. people. Once we do that, Brother Paul says that your faith, you, that he says, the gospel I preach is not with enticing words of mm. man's wisdom. We are mm. not to entice people using secular things. The gospel is power. Paul said, "I am not ashamed of the gospel mm. of Christ. It is the power of God unto salvation." Mm. If we can trust the message that has been given to us and preach it well, the mm. message has enough power within it to get people saved. It has mm. enough power to mm. attract people. It has enough mm. power to change people. We've mm. got to be able to trust the method that the mm. message came with and stick to it and preach the gospel. And when mm. we do
0: that, we will see a manifestation of the glory of God in these days like we've never mm. seen before. It was from you I learned two things. You know, I learned two scriptures that were always looking at me but I didn't understand. One is that you know, God is God, I think you were teaching this in the thing I was listening to today god is not god didn't bless you because you asked god blessed you because god is the giving god it is the nature right. of god to give and god right. gives without finding fault he gives to all right. men liberally yeah. and god you know god causes the rain to fall on the jew the hip, the, the greek the believer the unbeliever one of the most powerful things you ever said that i learned was "Some people will say oh i had an accident maybe it was God trying to get my attention. And you said that must be a wicked God. A wicked God that breaks your leg to get your attention. You know? And I'm just thinking about this is is amazing because I was thinking about how you preach all these things. And people say, well, you know, if you preach all these things that God can be good to you even when you've not accepted Jesus. (laughs) One of the funniest things you ever said is People say they are giving their lives to Christ. I mean, like, you didn't give your life to Christ. God Christ gave his life. It was incredible. And you know, you're saying, you know, people say, okay, whoever you are, whether you come to church or not, whether, you know, of course you need to come to church to be saved, you need to hear right. the word to be saved right. from sin. But right.
1: Right.
0: however you are, God's love exists for you as is, and God will not punish you. In order to bring you huh? to Himself, huh? yeah, that uh-huh. is a radical message. Is. That is a you know, sometimes when you are in a Papa a Bishop of Compos Church, he's going to be my guest next week, yeah. you know, okay. preaching, or you are in a House on the Rock and you say some of these things, you see the church go silent like heresy, <laughs> you know, something is about to I happen, know. Know. you know, but, and then you say. I will show you where it is in the Bible. You know, then they relax again. Right. People are afraid that if you share the message of God's love to people Mm -hmm. liberally, without letting them become a member of our tribe as Christians, then you are basically telling them that there is no need to come to Christ. So the idea of this tribalism is we are the holy ones, we are the Mm -hmm. saved ones, we are the Mm -hmm. ones that God loves, we are the ones that God blesses if you want the blessing of this good God, you have to become a member of our team. Mm. And they say, but no, if you do it like that, then there's no need for them to come. How Mm. do you negotiate that tension?
1: Well, for God so loved the world, not the church. For God so loved the world, (laughs) not the church. (laughs) God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that Mm. whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. God Mm. commended his love toward us. In land, mm. While we were yet yeah. sinners, Christ died for us. I mean, that's the love of God. The love of God is unconditional. It's unmerited. It's unearned. It's undeserved. You, you don't deserve it. God just looked at you and loved you in spite mm. of you, irrespective mm. of you, and decided to make the offer. It's God that made the offer. He made the demands of justice. He did everything and made an offer to you. And Mm. you said, no, he still follows you, trying Mm. to get your attention. You say, Mm -hmm. no, he still follows you. In fact, Brother Paul puts it like this, "Is his goodness that leads us Mm. to repentance. That is in order Mm -hmm. for God to get your attention, he now puts goodness on you. He lavishes goodness on you. Not cruelty, not discipline, not destruction, not evil. Because there's none in him. Every Mm. good and perfect gift comes from above, from the Father with whom there is no... No variableness, not a shadow of turning. Brother John will say like this, this is the message that we have heard of God, that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. So God's love and God's disposition towards man, even before man knew that he had the need to to, to give, you know, receive God or receive Christ, mm. is his love. He mm. loved us, mm. he loves mm. us, and he will always love us in spite of mm. us Irrespective mm. of us, because that is his character, that is his mm. disposition, you know, within himself.
0: Yeah, there's also the, the 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 when you preach, you know, again, I was listening this morning, two days ago, and you were saying that, you know, you know, if the the power of God is has was in Christ and Christ is in us, essentially, yeah. you realize that the answers to your prayers are not external to you, yeah, they saying- are in you yeah people say that is such a man-centered view of the gospel so people will say mm. that you are elevating man mm. above god and that mm. in that case this is almost like another religion this is almost sounds like buddhism it sounds like hinduism it sounds like another faith where you are saying or oh, there's something else you say where you say in fact the jurisdiction over the earth has mm. been given to man Right. That means for man, for God to have come in to save the earth, God had to become a man to right. be able to operate in a jurisdiction that God has handed over to man. Right. But then people, some people will say, but that is such a man center. That reduces the power of God and says that that power has been given to us. You know, but, how do you but respond to that?
1: Those are gospel facts. I mean, those are the fundamentals hmm. that makes Christianity what it is. Mm. They are not even issues for debate. They are not up for debate. First mm. Timothy three sixteen, and without controversy, without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness that mm. God is manifest in humanity. Mm. Our gospel is the message of God, who has manifested in human form. Mm. You know, John chapter one verse one. In the beginning was the word. The word was mm. with God. The word was God, verse 14. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. So what we have is a man like God, a man Mm. like God, that God took Mm. up humanity and came among us. Isaiah prophesied that his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, and of the increase of his government, there shall be no peace. So he is Emmanuel, God with us. So he came into humanity, took on Mm. human flesh, Philippians chapter 2, verse 5. Let this man be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who taught it not robbery, to be equal with God, but took upon himself the form of a servant Mm. and died the death of the cross. Mm. And even today, Mm. Jesus is still a man. Because Mm. the book of Timothy says, we have one mediator between God and man, the man, Christ Jesus. Mm. So God wants us to know him in a man. That Mm. is why Jesus manifested on the earth as a man. So we can know him in a man and be able to relate with him and be able to identify with him. It's called identification. That Mm. is the crux of the gospel. So he took our place in death so we can take his place in life. He took our place in sin so we can take his place in righteousness. Isaiah puts it like this. He was wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him by his stripes we are so he took my place so i can take his place paul puts it like this god made him sin for us who knew no sin that we might be made the righteousness of god in him It's a great exchange he took my place so i can take his place so our god took up humanity so that Hmm. humanity Can be united with divinity.
0: One of the things I remember when you said, I don't know whether you said what you said. Something you were talking about the laws of Moses. Okay, you know, and you said it's dead, dead, dead. Yes, and you know, and you know, I have read, I had read the Bible from cover to cover before watching this, and you know, I somehow I missed the the so to speak the coordinated attack Mm -hmm. (laughs) on the laws of Moses, the methodical. Mm -hmm. Mm. you know, engagement yes. that the Apostle Paul, yes. you know, mounted a legal, a comprehensive legal case yes. against the expiration, so to speak, of yes. this law. And I are you saying so, and I said, no, I believe this was not in the Bible. So when you call the Bible verse, I said, how is this in the Bible? You know, and, you know, even Jesus, you know, there was a beginning, it's like Jesus Christ said it softly because he had not yet ascended, no, about yes. the laws of Moses. But then Paul says, look, let's break this table completely. completely. You know, we have been given a better testimony, so to right. You right. know, And almost like we know something that they did not know right. because we are the beneficiaries of the crucifixion right. and the resurrection. But right. when somebody says something like, like it seems as if you are being disrespectful <laughs> to Moses. You are being disrespectful mm. to the yes. prophets. Yes. You are like equating your knowledge to the yes. knowledge of these great prophets, you know. Yes. But it's in the Bible. It is plain, I, you know, in the Bible. Clear. Why do we still struggle even when the things that we are taught are proven by the Bible? In
1: the book of Second Corinthians, Paul mm. said, up till this day, up mm. till this day, when Moses is read, there is a veil upon their hearts. As mm. long as a man is veiled, he mm. will continue to argue with you. There is a veil. Then he now said, but when it the heart shall turn from Moses to the Lord, when the heart of man will leave Moses and celebrate Christ,
0: hmm. the
1: veil shall be taken away. Hmm. Now he now said, now the Lord is hmm. that Spirit. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Then he says, now we all with open faces, no more veil. Open face, no more veil. Beholding the glory of the Lord as in a mirror. We are changed into that same image from glory to glory, even as by the spirit of the Lord. Now, the point Mm -hmm. is this. The reason why many people still have problems with the law of Moses and still struggle with all of the Mosaic laws is because Mm -hmm. they do not believe in Jesus. It's because Mm -hmm. they do not believe in Jesus. Mm -hmm. And even the Jews, the apostles of Jesus, when they were disciples, they had issues with that. Elijah was a big figure in the Old Testament. That's when Luke chapter 9, you will see the apostles, uh, the disciples asking Jesus, should we command fire to come down and destroy them? Then they quoted a reference, even as Elijah did, did yes. the Son and rebuked them. And said yes. to them hey, you don't know what manner of spirit you are of. Yes. For the Son of Man is not come to destroy men's lives, but to yes. save them. And they went to another direction. In Matthew chapter 5, you will see Jesus saying to them, you have heard that it has been said of old, thou shalt kill but I see, I see jesus contradicting what moses said yes because jesus said in john chapter 5 verse 39 search the scriptures for in them you think you have eternal life but they are they which testify that is i am the message of moses i'm the one moses was talking about i'm mm. the one elijah was pointing to i'm the one mm. isaiah all the old testament prophets were pointing mm. to me. now to mm. put an end to that debate Jesus took Peter, James, and John to the Mount of Transfiguration, Matthew chapter 17. And when they got to the Mount of Transfiguration, the heavens opened. Elijah and Moses showed up. And Peter said, wow, we've never seen the Bible complete like this. We have Elijah, prophet, Moses, Lord, mm-hmm. Jesus, grace. Let's build three tabernacles. Moses mm-hmm. and Elijah disappeared in the cloud. And the mm-hmm. heavens opened. And a voice came out of heaven saying, this is my beloved son. In whom I am well pleased. Hear ye him. He didn't Mm. say hear ye them. He Mm. said hear ye him. This is the one to hear. Because Mm. both Moses and Elijah were Mm. pointers to him. Jesus is not a prophet. Jesus Mm. is not God's errand boy. Jesus is not junior God. Jesus Mm. did not come to introduce God. Mm. Jesus is God introducing himself. Mm. Jesus is God revealed. Jesus is God manifest. Jesus is the thought, the plan, the intent, the program, the agenda, the architecture, the design. Jesus is the thought behind all of the actions of deity. So Jesus is the revelation, accurate, precise, exact, comprehensive, detailed revelation of God, detailed revelation of God's character and mm. detailed revelation of God's mm. attitude. So that's mm. why Jesus is the express image of God. Mm. Whenever Jesus does not do, God does not do. So to mm. know God, you have to know Jesus. That's mm. why the book of John chapter 14 says, no man comes to the Father but by me. In fact, mm. John puts it like this. No man had seen God at any time. John 1.18, the only begotten Son who is in the bosom of the Father, he has yes. declared it, meaning Jesus is the monogenua, the only begotten. He is the sole representation of deity in humanity. So when you believe in Jesus, you will not have issues with the law of Moses. When you mm. believe in Jesus, you will have issues mm. with Elijah. When yes. you believe in Jesus, you have issues with all of those people. In fact, Moses himself put a disclaimer on his teachings in yes. the book of Deuteronomy and in the book of Exodus and in the book mm. of Acts, Acts of the Apostles chapter 7. He said, A prophet like unto me shall the Lord your God raise unto you of your brethren. Him shall you hear. Then he now added, and anyone that will not hear him shall be destroyed. Acts chapter chapter 3, verse 22 and 23. So that prophet that Moses was talking about in in the Old Testament was a pointer to Jesus. That when Jesus shows up, whatever Jesus says, even if he contradicts what Moses has said, Moses submitted because Jesus is the one Moses was speaking about. He's called the Logos of God. Logos means the logic, the idea, the intent, the thought, the plan. It is the reason behind all of God's operations in creation.
0: How does this message why is this this revelation? And this is, you know, one of the beautiful things, you know. And you know, again, I discovered your messages in December 2017, you know, and every end of the year, you know, I, I thank the 10 people who have blessed my life in that year and december 2018 december 2019 your name made that list because i can never forget coming up to that message and thinking oh my god why have i not learned this for so long and what i love about it is that everything you teach is backed by scripture there are some people who get this revelation but they are not grounded in scripture so that when christians hear them christians think that they are preaching another gospel But you are grounded, not just in the scripture as we know it now, but in the original language of the scripture. So this is what some Christians call the ancient parts. These are not new teachings. These are a a revelation of the foundational teachings that are Christ. Why is that not mainstream? Why is this message of radical love and the nature of God as revealed in detail through Christ? Why is that not everywhere? And how can we make this message of radical love and the nature of God, you know, the dominant message for the times? Well, I think what we're
1: already doing is a way to go. We're already preaching it. We're training pastors. We're training believers. We're training people across the board. It will take a bit of time. Even in the days of Apostle Paul, he had a problem with it because he Went to the church in Galatia, laid a foundation, yes. taught them Christ. After a few a few days, he's not there. Some other people came in to teach them something else. He came back yes. and he said, Oh, these Galatians. Who are you? Yes. <laughs> 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 Evidently crucified among you. Tell me, this only will I learn of you. Did you receive did you receive Christ by the law of Moses or by the, mm. by, the by, by the preaching of faith? I want mm. to know. So mm-hmm. there is that, and that is why people who subscribe to this message. will have to be very careful. The reason is, if you're not careful, you can get into, into companies, associations, where you mm-hmm. can begin to compromise the integrity of the gospel. You know, And that is why people who preach this message must stay with it doggedly. You stay, mm-hmm. way, you stay with mm-hmm. it. You will be hated. You will be persecuted. You will be resisted. You will be blackmailed. People mm-hmm. will quote you out of context. People will take what you say and twist it and try to make you sound like a heretic, you just say the truth of the gospel and keep sounding. That's why Paul will have to shout in Romans 1.16. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. Something must have made him shout like that. Because sometimes, they make you, you know, uh, uh, the legalists make you feel like you are up against uh, a resistance. So sometimes Mm -hmm. you have to shout out and speak out. I am confident in what I am saying. And again, Mm -hmm. that's why men of God who preach this message must have uh, uh, you know, a grasp of soundness of doctrine, oh, but understand the scriptures very well, so mm. that you can explain the scriptures without ambiguity, in simplicity, mm-hmm. so that you can mm-hmm. be able to convince your
0: gainsayers on the truth mm-hmm. of the truth. Yeah. Wow. Well, you know, this usually is forty-five minutes. Today we spent one hour. Okay, oh um, Damina, I have to have you back. Um, no if not in this series, but surely I'm going to be in touch. I thank you so much right. for joining thank us. Um, I thank know you, you couldn't see the comments, but people are running riots, which is actually right. one of your things, the righteous image. <laughs> people are right. running riots in the comment boxes. And yes. I can't wait to share this to the larger audience, you know, and other platforms. I really want to thank you for thank helping you. me personally into the revelation of the, the nature of Christ into the revelation of God's love, into a deeper understanding of Christ Christ and the New Testament. And I hope that many other people across the world continue to be introduced to this radical but true message. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you for having me. Bless you,